How happy is the one you choose and bring near to live in your courts. We will be satisfied with the goodness of your house, the holiness of your temple. Psalm 65, 4. Good morning, IBCM. It's good to see you. Good to be with you this morning. Thanks for joining me today for our morning devotional. I missed you the last couple of days. I apologize for that, but we were visiting on our daughter's farm, and the internet was not available the last couple of days. So I, I apologize for that, but uh, have been looking forward to this time together with you for some time today. And uh, it's important to me to let you know that we care for you, we love you, and we, I really appreciate this time we can spend together each day. As uh, you begin the day there in the Philippines, as you begin the day in God's Word. Just as a reminder, it's in the uh, late afternoon here in the U.S. So as we are ending our day, you are beginning your day. And I hope you've had a good start to the day this morning. I hope you had a, a nice rest overnight. Isn't it great to know that we can uh, lay down at night, rest our head on the pillow in confidence and trust that our lives are in God's hands? And that is, it is good to know him and to be a part of his kingdom, to be his child. We're going to be looking, uh, spending uh, some time this week in Proverbs 17. There are several passages that I've underscored in Proverbs 17 that I think would be very uh, meaningful for us to meditate on this week. Today we're going to look at verse 3. So Proverbs 17, verse 3 is our passage this morning. I'll give you time to find that, uh, just to remind you that um, we are waiting on the government, the Philippine government, to let us know when we can return to Manila. We have plans on returning a week from today, a week from today. but um, we're not certain that's going to happen because of, of the lockdown and other restrictions. So we're just waiting on the Lord for him to show us what to do. Let me pray, and then we'll read and meditate on Proverbs 17.3. Thank you, God, for this new day. Thank you for this opportunity, though it be online, to be together, to read and to meditate upon your word. We're asking you that as we are beginning our day today, that your word will uh, shape us and uh, construct our hearts and our minds in a way that we can live a meaningful and significant life today living in obedience to you, and living in a healthy, whole relationship with you. We thank you for your word that teaches us each day, and we pray in Christ's name, amen. All right, Proverbs 17, 3 reads, A crucible for silver and a smelter for gold, and the Lord is the tester of hearts. If you're married, you perhaps have a wedding ring, or even if you're not married, perhaps you have a, a piece of, of jewelry that is meaningful, that is precious to you. Perhaps it's gold or, or silver, maybe, maybe a necklace or a pendant. Some, some uh, precious treasure that is significant and meaningful to you, made of precious material, gold or silver. When, when that gold or silver was mined, you know this, it was trapped 
are captured in a piece of ore. And before the gold or silver could be used, it had to be separated from the ore. It had to go through a process in which the ore, the, the earth, the impurities were removed so that the gold could be fashioned and shaped in a, in, in a significant way. In the same way, when we come to know Christ as Savior, we're cut out of the earth, right? We, we are, we're rough. We, we have, we're, we're, we're rescued from ore. We have, we have impurities uh, and, and uh, other piece, pieces and parts of us that are uh, not quite yet shaped into Christ's image. It could be a bad habit. It could be um, a sinful past. It, there's just a lot of things that uh, are a part of our lives when we first come to Christ. And when we're pretty raw and rough around the edges. Solomon, in writing Proverbs 17.3, reminds us of the wonderful relationship we have with God. What this teaches us is that God is not satisfied to simply save us and to, then just to let us live. He is active in our lives. The jeweler has a crucible or a smelter. Either term describes the same process in which that gold or silver is placed in a pot and it is heated. It goes through several stages of heat, each stage hotter than the other. And at the end of each stage, the jeweler skims off the top the impurity. So with the heat, the impurity rises to the surface. The, the gold or the silver melts, the impurities rise to the surface, and the jeweler uh, uh, skims that impurity off the top. He lets the gold or the silver solidify again, then he places it through another stage of heat. So each stage is hotter and hotter until finally when the silver or gold is heated again at a very hot temperature and there are no impurities that rise to the surface. The jeweler knows that now that precious mineral is ready to be used. In the same way, God is active in our lives. His desire is to purify, purify us. Why? Because he loves us. Because he wants us to benefit from our relationship with him. He wants us to benefit from the, in the abundant life that Christ promises to give us. He wants us to not only be saved from our sin, but to be conformed into the image of Christ. He wants to purify us make us whole, make us more and more valuable for his kingdom. God discerns the impurities in our hearts, and he knows just how to eliminate them from our lives. How does he do that? Here's the E in R-E-A-D. In God's view of life, there are no random events in my life. He he. He views all the circumstances in our lives as an opportunity to purify us. Challenging and hard circumstances in our lives, God can use to reconfigure our hearts, to bring those impurities to the surface so that we can see them. And when we see them and repent of them, 
He skims them off the top, and we become more and more pure and valuable to his kingdom. That's his crucible. Our challenging and difficult circumstances becomes God's crucible to test and purify our hearts. So how do I apply this? I need humility. I need compliance. I need discernment. I need a God's eye view of my life. When we endure difficult situations, it is our natural earth-like tendency to want to get out from under whatever that circumstance is. That's the or that is a part of our past. We don't like pain. We don't like hardship. And so when hardship comes, sometimes we want to get out of it in some way as soon as we can, just for our own benefit, not realizing that God can use that difficult time to purify our hearts. So I need to understand and I need to rest in the fact that God is at work testing my heart, which gives me confidence in my relationship with him. It reminds me that I am loved. It reminds me that God is active, that he cares, that he is involved and engaged in my life. And so perhaps you could consider this kind of prayer today as we start our day with God's crucible, his smelting pot in our minds. Perhaps we would pray, God, I rest in the assurance that you are maturing me. I commit to view today's hardships, today's challenges, as your way of drawing impurities from my heart so that I can experience more and more of you and the abundant life that you have to give me. Isn't it good to know that God cares about me? He cares about you. Isn't it good to know that God is at work purifying us and making us more and more like Christ Jesus? Isn't it good to know that every event, every encounter, every challenge, every hardship, even this pandemic, God can use to purify us and make us more like Christ Jesus. So today, as we're starting our day, let's rest in the, in the calm assurance that God is at work in our lives. He tests our hearts. He makes them pure. He conforms us to the image of Christ. And that makes us even more and more valuable, more and more precious in His sight. And it makes us more and more valuable in His kingdom to draw others into a saving, eternal relationship with him. Father, we thank you that you love us, and we thank you that you are so sovereign and so powerful and so remarkable that you can use every event and circumstance of our lives to purify us. When other people harm us, if we're, if we're humble, and if we have a God, uh, God's eye view of life, you can use even the harm that others do to us to purify us and make us more like Christ Jesus. 
What a good God you are. And we commit ourselves today to walk in humility, to be aware of your work in our lives and around us and the lives of others as well. And we pray that your Holy Spirit will make us aware of the impurities in our hearts so that we can repent of those impurities, those sins, and experience your cleansing power, skimming them from the surface so that the depths of our hearts are pure and Christ-like. And we pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. Well, have a great day today. And uh, remember that we pray for you every day. We love you. And I'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day today. See you tomorrow.